0: So there is no other way other than to keep learning. And it's exciting, right? It's always like being in school. Uh...
1: Welcome to Impact Creators, a podcast where we connect, explore and learn by interacting with inspiring individuals from various walks of life. Happy listening. In today's second episode of our podcast, we have Sindhu, who is a software engineer at Microsoft. We discussed a lot of things that created an impact in her life, being mindful of what she does and how she keeps learning new things consistently. Also, she shared a lot on the way she overcomes failures and how to have fun doing things daily. Firstly, thanks Mm -hmm. a lot uh, for joining me on this podcast. I am extremely happy to host you. Yeah,
0: you're welcome, leave. I'm glad that I'm here. This is a privilege.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. So, mm-hmm. just to warm up a little bit and uh, get
2: mm-hmm. into a
1: very interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. So, I'll start off with uh, how does your typical uh, schedule look like nowadays? Sure. Um,
0: so, a typical day for me, take it like any Monday would look like uh, waking up, I usually wake up early, maybe 5.30, 6.00, uh, sometimes exercise. Uh, these days I'm following some program, we have a group, so we do exercise together. And then um, after that, some daily routine with coffee, some breakfast, and the office starts at around 9.00. And then we'll keep working, continuous meetings, one-on-ones, it goes on. So since we are working from home, at least in office, you have like, you go for some break, you go out for a walk with a colleague, but at home, you're always zoomed into the work mode. So from nine to five, you don't even know that time has been passing. So it's always work, work, work. And then after that, it would be after five, uh, my husband is living with me. So we spend some time together. Like for We go out for a walk or we just sit and watch a movie for half an hour. And then there are some other projects that I'm working on. So it would be usually that or it will be some courses I'm doing. The deadline is tomorrow and I need to submit. Or I'm looking for opportunity, opportunities to talk. So I'll try to find some of them online. And then that's it. Uh the I sleep by 9 or 9:30 usually.
1: Brilliant. So one one interesting uh thing uh, that I really found in you is mm-hmm. that you are always learning something new. Mm-hmm. So let it be courses, let it be books. So can you can you tell me what's that uh, you're learning currently or what you're curious about currently?
2: Sure, I love to
0: answer that question. So the, re- the very recent thing I just finished is the Dale Carnegie course. Uh, Dale Carnegie is the person who wrote uh, How to Win Friends How uh, and Influential People, influence people. So uh, usually Microsoft uh, it provides like it asks employees actively to do, go and take this courses. So this brilliant course it's called Effective Communication and Leadership Development. I just finished it. Um, It teaches you all the nuances, like the simple things that we miss and how uh, like the overall development, uh, how to handle stress, like how to talk effectively, how to talk in terms of others, how to think from their perspective. It's all the small things we are missing. We know them, but we just need to go over them again so that we'll keep doing them they'll make us do it so that we'll keep carrying on that practice. So that's the thing that I just finished the course and I'm trying to enroll more Dale Carnegie courses.
1: Interesting. Yeah. So uh, uh, Mm -hmm. one, as you're, as we talk, so you're mentioning about uh, how you want to become a better leader. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to know one key influence who I have seen in your life uh, has been your dad. So, Mm So I just wanted to understand how, how has he influenced you right from your uh, early days of uh, childhood?
2: Oh, that's
0: a great question. Since I was young, like since when I was young, I have been looking at him being a leader, like uh, taking the initiative and then showing, not like just telling what to do. He does that so that others will follow him. And his work-oriented and his honesty when it comes to work, in the middle of the night, he's a doctor, right? He's the middle of the night, he just wakes up and goes. Uh, even when we are playing something, uh, he'll be like, okay, I'll, let me come back. That is more important. His dedication, looking at all that, I think that's ingrained in me. Uh, when I'm working at Microsoft or like when I'm working with other people, I keep seeing my dad in myself, so many instances oh, oh my god i'm just talking like him so yeah he has been a very big influence there are really great things about him and there are things that like, can be made better everyone there, there are things in everyone that can be made better uh, i'm right now concentrating on things that can be made better so that yeah i can be the best version of him
1: yeah well, one very really interesting thing that i took back from his is uh Uh, Mm -hmm. enthusiasm that he always carry like a young like a young person so he gives gives, he keeps trying different things he keeps coming Mm -hmm. up with new ideas Mm
2: -hmm, so mm -hmm.
1: that's something which is very inspiring about Mm -hmm. him as well from from a person who i saw at a far distance True.
0: true true that's true that enthusiasm and also the energy you're getting into any work that's important so yeah. even Satya keeps saying this, like you need to get energy into something, into the room that will change the, how you implement the ideas, getting new ideas. So, and I would say my dad is like epitome of energy at this age also. He has so much energy to get onto the table. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you were mentioning that uh, you work at Microsoft. Uh, so mm-hmm. what's, what's that something that you find the most rewarding uh, at microsoft working at microsoft
0: i'm helping change people's lives like even that's our motor right however little we can empower people we are trying to do that and since microsoft puts a lot of uh, energy in culture and also empathy that's something i really like i'm a person who gets emotions into the work and also i'll be vulnerable i'll be like i'll show what i am exactly so, for a person like that, I would say Microsoft is the best place to work, right? You don't have to hide anything. You don't have to wear a mask. You can be you.
1: So, uh, I know that you have started off your journey as an electronics and electrical engineer. And then mm-hmm. you went through multiple, uh, you were wearing multiple hats and then turned into yeah. software engineer. So, yes. I just wanted to understand why do you do what uh, you do as a software engineer? What's the most important uh, exciting thing
0: uh, exciting thing is definitely solving difficult problems so uh, right now take it take, take what i'm doing right now i'm transitioning into a new team the new team that i'm going into is completely do, like using new technologies everything is different whatever i have learned in the past two years that's only like maybe 20 30 relevant i need to learn everything again so that l- learning new things and also you need to think on the feet okay you are in a meeting there is something you need to think on the feet and also you need to be up to date with everything since I'm a person who loves doing courses and learning new things uh, this software engineer is I mean this career path is really good for me because there's always something new to learn there's always things to improve Right now, we were, uh, if, you're, if you want me to talk into software engineer terms, it's like we have been using Azure App Services. And then now we are moving into containerization, Azure Kubernetes. That's a very new world for me.
1: You're always in the world of uh, learning.
2: Yeah. So yeah. what are your
1: uh, thoughts on uh, lifelong learning and lifelong learners?
2: I, it should be
0: very natural to us that we need to be learning new things. Because things are changing at a very fast pace. If you're not learning, like in the same pace, you're gonna be like you're gonna fall behind. So there is no other way other than to keep learning, and it's exciting, right? It's always like being in school, uh, sitting in a classroom, like learning new something new that we never saw. So we and also to keep the spark alive in you, um, uh, like to feel that okay, that spark, that energy, you. If you keep learning new things, I feel like that spark is always alive. Got it. Mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, yeah, as you rightly said. So, you were mentioning about uh, some side projects uh, that you are currently working on. Mm-hmm. So, could you share some insights with our listeners about your side projects that you're working on?
2: Sure.
0: Uh, the side projects, um, getting in the, like giving time for the side projects every day. Is not possible. First of all, like that we, uh, maybe I need to. I need to be honest about that. It's not like every day I'm putting two three hours on the side run. Whenever I have time, I'm looking at it. So right now, my husband he's trying to build a has website like for his own project. What I can help with him, for him is I can help building that website for him, right? Uh, he has, uh, he wants me to make a portal so I can tell him maybe let's do this. What's the easiest way of doing it? Like hosting this website and also having a database for him so that he can uh, like go and enroll the users. And if he wants to do some analytics on his users, that's where I come and, oh, use this, use that. So that's the side project for now. And I'm also looking at uh, doing my master's in machine learning because that's one of the areas that I have not put my hands into much. So uh, I'm applying to the master's, you know how the application process is, right? So we need to start with, again, writing the SOPs and again writing the applications, LOR. So that's taking a bunch of my time too.
1: Interesting. So uh, Mm -hmm. it's interesting to know that you are again joining in a master's degree. So I I remember uh, uh, a while back, I think four years back, four years, if you go back, So Mm -hmm. one big thing I felt uh, that changed you a lot was uh, your preparation uh, Mm -hmm. for IAS examination and the way you worked for it. So and uh, I feel that has a strong influence on you. Could you tell Mm -hmm. us how it has influenced you as a person and uh, how Mm -hmm. it gave a very different perspective in life?
0: Uh, Right after finishing my engineering, I did my engineering at S.S. I went for IAS UPSC exam preparations in Delhi. That's a whole new world. You won't believe how much effort people put into uh, this UPSC examination and how are the living conditions of the people there. They don't care about where they're staying, how are they, all they care about is studying. They put 14, 15 hours easily every day. Insta reading the next things current affairs subjects optional subjects and they just they have new ideas how to they're actually passionate when they're preparing for that i don't know what happens after they get into the examination but when they're preparing for those exams they're passionate about it they put their life into it 14-15 hours a person studying consistently for one year is not a small thing And there are number of people like that. It's not even one year. I have seen people who were there for like thirteen years, studying, just studying. That's like a coming from comforts, like engineering life. I enjoyed for the most part. I had fun. I did study, but I had fun also. I had. I was into some extracurriculars. I was like at home most of the time, but. Uh, people actually struggling I think I have only seen after going there that opened up my mind okay there are multiple possibilities Sindhu. like see what you want I also do have the regret that I didn't follow through the plan I just stopped it right there and I jumped into the other thing Uh, yeah that's one of the regrets I still have
1: yeah Yeah. so I think uh, it it, it had a huge influence on you so yeah. what's what's the role uh, of mentors in your life so far? Yeah. And uh, can you share some experience with any of the mentors that you've had in your life?
0: Definitely, really. Uh, mentors, since I'm in a technical side, like I'm a software engineering side, I have a technical mentor. First, let's talk about my technical mentor. Uh, this person, I would most of my how I write code or how I think about code, or how I like think about how to, my services, products, everything I learned from him. I, I look up to him. This, he has played a, such a big role. Not by telling me what to do. He never told me what to do. But he always does that. I look at him, I see what he's doing, and then I learn from him. I would say we need to, uh, there are times where we feel like, okay, we need to go and have conversations with people like about, but technical side, that won't work. You can keep having the conversation about design things, but you need to actually look at how the person is solving it. So that's one aspect of it. You are learning by seeing, not by just listening to what they are uh, doing. And the next aspect is my manager. So my manager at Microsoft, uh, I completely adore him, like what he teaches me. So he's another person whom I have conversations every day. He's my proper mentor, mentor, like how you will have uh, conversations with uh, your mentor every week. If you have a difficult situation, he just comes to you and Uh, he does not give you the solution, but at least he'll give you a path toward the solution. Okay, maybe this is the way you need to think. Uh, You won't believe last year early last year uh i had like some personal problems i was able to discuss about those with him like everything he was able to talk me through it so but i would say they play a very big role uh uh as you said before how my dad is my role model but I, I, he he's not the person whom i can go with my all the problems and provide a solution like he provides some other kind of support but these two people, my manager and my like uh, technical mentor, they, pra- they had a very big role in my career and keep learning process and, and like what to do, developing, actually be, keep like, get that interest in the people, everything they taught
1: me. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I could un- see how exactly okay. they are playing a huge role in your life. Yeah. Yeah. But also you, you always uh, believed in giving back uh, to people. Mm-hmm. So and uh, influencing people. So how how is it uh, like? How did how does the idea? How did the idea come come from you? Like how did the idea? Uh, the
0: giving back, I would say, maybe like it has always been there uh, from my mother. Uh, she always used to say that, okay, you need to look back and uh, maybe give back to people in any way. So first take the uh, UPSC preparation, right? I finished my engineering, I've UPSC preparation. When I was doing it, there are some people from my hometown or other, they wanted to come for UPSC. So helping them. And then from UPSC, and then again, I, I was preparing for GRE and then I got the admission. And then again, there are people like who want to do that. So uh, giving some time for them. So they they just need to know what you have done. Uh, they don't need you to uh, sit with them and then fill the application with them it's just a couple of hours in a week so that things can be faster for them and the awareness that you can provide for them uh, that matters a lot even when I'm in my master's UCI my seniors they gave me so much information that is helping me succeed now so whatever you uh, took from others you need to just think like look back and give it to others so that it becomes a chain and in india it is deep in our culture i would say not only in india in different cultures i think to just look back and give back to others got it yes. yeah.
1: so you're talking a little bit on uh, exercising so what forms <laughs> of exercise uh, like how uh, important exercise uh, has been for you and uh What Mm -hmm. forms of exercise do you usually follow?
0: What forms of exercising? Yes. So 2014, I would say that's when I got into, I was always called a fat kid. Like even when I was little, everyone would say I was a fat kid. When I'm in engineering, I was like the fat person, the fat person. Uh 2014, after this UPSC preparations, I got into this uh, fitness. Uh, I had a trainer. Uh, he used to make me work the entire uh, like weightlifting. That's when I seriously got into fitness. That taught me to be consistent. Like, if you pick up something, you need to do it every day. If you just do it for seven days, you're not going to see any effect. Like, you need to work out for at least one year to see that visible muscles in your body. For me, it was more than one year. So, uh, being in fitness, like, you know, following that has taught me consistency. Doing the same thing again and again again and again every day. Uh, and But this is a upward and downward slope, right? So, 2016, I was in the best shape ever, like... Uh, I was very proud of myself. And again, I had other priorities in life. And again, it was a downward slope. But then I picked it up from there. Uh, After a few months, again, I picked it up. You need to always pick up it's fine you will fall down it's not like all of this can be always perfect always following a very perfect healthy food and always working out the same thing happened now uh the lockdown i was not able to concentrate much more on fitness like i was in a downwards slope. but last one of it i picked it up again but it's going really good and i'm proud of myself i have been consistent for seven eight days now the consistency That's- is the key
2: there yeah
1: yeah, that's quite amazing. So I think uh, the compounding effect of doing something on a daily basis always yes. pays off. True, so true. you were you were talking about a couple of things. Uh, mm-hmm. One being uh, when you fall, it's really important to pick yourself and uh, move forward. Mm-hmm. I know that you have been in multiple uh, situations where you have,
2: mm-hmm. like,
1: you, where you have faced adversities, tough situations. Yeah. So how was uh, how, how does your mind work when you're in tough situations, let it be personally or uh, so how, how do you keep yourself mentally well and uh, how do you c- keep coming back to the normal, which is key for you, for any person when they're going to tough times?
0: Yes, um, that's a great question, given the current circumstances Philippe. like you know, since we all of us are talking about our mental wellness, uh, everyone reacts differently when they're faced with tough situations. I was just reading this book, you know that's a very great question that about the mindset, like two kinds of people, right? Fixed mindset, learning mindset. Fixed mindset is like you are faced with some obstacle immediately you're like okay I'm a failure I don't know what to do like this is the end of me the learning mindset would be like the growth mindset would be okay I'm faced with something okay I might be doing something wrong let's learn from this and then let's see what I can do better it's not like okay if if, if with a failure you're still smiling you will fall back but the important thing is you failed this you know that this is the wrong path and there is definitely a right path so having that growth mindset is the root, uh, like the answer for everything. Uh, this book, the mindset also, it's really good. If you want to read it, it's a great book. I'm just reading it. He, ex- the author, explains it really well. The difference between the growth mindset and the fixed mindset, and with an obstacle, how two different mindsets will react. And to answer that, maybe like I've, uh, I have this growth mindset, and any obstacle. I usually eat a lot or I blame others but that's only for like a couple of days but then again I pick myself what's the next thing what's the next thing let's do maybe there is something better so think about the next thing making the next day better
1: yeah so that's Mm. an interesting uh, learning and learning from it. it.
0: Yeah, forgetting the past. That's that's a good point. So um, all of us have some bad past, right? It, it like we have done some things that we don't want to go and uh, okay what we have done, what happened there. We don't want anyone to get those topics also. That's fine. Everyone has some bad past. Let's just keep it aside.
1: Yeah. yeah. So you were talking about uh, the book you are reading and uh, how how important books uh, have been uh, in your life, and uh, what are some key books that influenced you a lot
0: the books I would say it's not just books it can be anything it can be podcasts, it can be like books or audio books uh, I, this all falls into the same bucket of learning the deep so it, I like lear- reading because my I can picture whatever i'm reading, so I like that picturing phase that's what I like most about reading. So if I'm seeing a movie, if, uh, I need to see whatever the director has seen, uh, has already directed. But in my mind, I'm the director. So that's the uh, like interesting thing about books for me. I can picture anything, but it can be anything. It's not just books, but like podcast or like any, as I already said, keep learning bucket. So to keep learning and also to be aware of anything, uh, you need to just pick up new things Again, it can be books or it can be anything and the most important books I would say uh, The Secret it's also my roommate from college uh, she used to t- uh, talk a lot, a lot about it and I love that and the reading again I got it from my father he used to get me so many books even when I'm in engineering that's where I got it uh, there are some books I don't want to pinpoint those books but I, I do like reading self self-help books or uh, any like normal list in any authors like you know the best books okay
1: so yeah. how do you uh, go about uh, reading so do you follow uh, your own path to identify the books that interest you or you just look out for some suggestions or how does it work
0: uh, usually so these days uh, we have an internal uh, microsoft library like best picks I'm following that. But if not that, I usually, I used, you, you remember those bookshops in malls, like those fancy bookshops where they have uh, uh, best picks lined up. I used to take pictures from there and I used to go and read them online. So that's a one good way of uh, uh, like top sellers, top, okay, best books in each area, like best self-help books, best fiction, best nonfiction.
1: fiction. Okay. So what what form of uh, reading do you prefer? Is it on Kindle or uh, is it on uh, a physical book?
0: Um, Most of the time Kindle, because it's easier to carry. I do have if I like a book so much, then I do order a hard copy of it. So the best thing here is the library system is really good. So we can get a library card from where we are. Like I'm um, in the Redmond, we can, and you can just keep ordering books, and within 21 days you can return them. So that's the best thing for a book lover. Any book they have all the books. Okay. So, uh, I wish we have the same thing in India in Tirupati. That would be great too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so how do you uh, um, like? Uh, uh, it's really important that uh, you learn from this and then implement. So do you have any process or uh, models that you implement? Uh, that you make sure that you implement the learnings from the books that you have read
2: um
0: no i don't think i have any process but i do feel like sometimes oh right now what i'm doing is i learned from there like after doing it i realize not before doing it okay i learned from it so let's do it maybe subconsciously i'm making a note of it and subconsciously i'm learning and i'm actually implementing it But I don't have any process. And also, one thing, since you asked for any process, uh, one one thing I would say is first, we need to understand ourselves. Like, what kind of a person you are. So I would say I'm a person who works better under pressure. I like having that pressure. I like having those deadlines. I communicated the same thing at my work also. So my manager makes sure that I'm under pressure. You won't believe it. Like I love those deadlines anything okay i have next something to do next week i need to do it i work better under that kind of pressure so first understand yourself and then communicate to others what is your better way of working so that you will be put under those situations
1: okay yeah so you're uh, talking a little bit uh, about uh, understanding uh, yourself better mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. what are some things that you do uh, to listen to your own inner voice when you're uh, progressing in life?
0: Okay. Uh, Own inner voice, I would say. uh, Be mindful. Be present of what you're doing. It's not always possible to leave, to be honest. Like you just behave and you won't even think about it. But once you can just sit and think about, okay, why did I think about that? Why did I do that? That will give you answers. Okay, maybe because I was feeling this. Uh, I acted like that, just couple of seconds, even after talking, take it like you just asked a question, right? I'm answering it. Uh, Definitely after this interview, I would feel, oh, shit, I should have like definitely talked about that. Why didn't I talk about that? So that kind of inspection is helpful because that will show you what you are thinking, what kind of a person you are. So that small, small inspections would help you.
1: Talking about something which is very interesting uh, to me personally reflection okay. and feedback uh, so are some things that is that are very important as an individual to grow. so how yeah. do you keep your feedback system active for yourself personally how do you keep giving yourself feedback I, and the second part of the question is do you look mm-hmm. out for any other uh, outside feedback and how do you absorb it
2: Oh yeah. Um,
0: but first, to answer your second question, definitely look out for the like the other feedback. Uh, definitely, because that's where you will actually get the correct feedback, right? But when you when I'm assessing myself, I try to be as critical as possible. But sometimes I'm talking about myself, so I try to save me, save my feelings. But from others' perspective, uh, if you have those mentors, this is where the mentors come in they need to give you the correct feedback. Like, Find someone who will give you the correct feedback that will help you grow. Even my husband also, I know that I'm mentioning him so many times, but he gives that kind of feedback that will actually help me grow. And it can be my manager, whom I already mentioned that he's my one of my mentors. Uh, uh, his feedback will help me in my professional life. Like the feedback from my husband helps me in my personal life. So that's where the mentors come in. And my own feedback uh i tried to be like okay Sindhu, let's stop doing that okay maybe think like this sometimes that does help but mostly from others i would say i was improving a lot from the other feedback
1: yeah got it mm-hmm. so how uh, uh so i was uh thinking to park this question towards the end but uh, <laughs> how important uh, or uh, role your husband is playing nowadays and i know that you are recently married but yeah how important and how did he help you to bring in a new perspective into your life
0: um, okay well i like that question um so taking into as i already told you in any conversation i like to get my emotions and like i like to put it what it is um, so it was not easy Dilip. first of all uh, you know about it uh, it was not easy to just know a new person and start a life with him because we come from two different mindsets And I think that's a plus coming with two different mindsets if given a situation or given anything uh, he gets a very new perspective of thinking about it I'll be like oh why didn't I think about that why didn't I like, why am I not thinking like him? And and also this getting egos into relationships, right? So if you're into any meeting or if you're into any family, uh, like any family gathering, if someone is not giving you importance, you will be like, oh, they're not giving me importance. I'm not going to go there anymore. But my husband will be like, that's okay. Ignore. Be the bigger person there. That's where he's coming in. He's I I used to have so much of ego. Okay, they are not uh, letting me go in. I'm not going to talk to them again. They are not letting me like uh, giving me enough uh, like importance. I'm not going to do that again. But that's where he came and he was like, okay, that's fine. Uh, be the bigger person. Uh, maybe they are in a difficult situation. Think from their perspective. Uh, this is one of the great examples that I learned from him. Put your ego aside. That's fine. There is nothing like you don't have to worry about your ego all the time. And there are multiple instances also. Um, I'll tell you during the conversations. If I just encounter something, I'll put the example in.
1: Sure. Yeah. So uh, you're talking mm-hmm. about uh, ego. So yeah. uh, and uh, feeding your ego. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how, how difficult? So it's a, it's a really uh, easy trap for any one of us to fall in to make sure that we feed our ego mm-hmm. and we boost our ego. So how do you keep yourself uh, not falling into that trap?
2: Uh,
0: by knowing that whatever you are, there's still so much to learn. There is, there's always a person, uh, whom you can learn from. So what, if, like how much of a position you are in, whatever, it does not matter, right? Ultimately, we, we only know some 0.1 or 0.2% of what we are doing. And there is still 99% to know, so so there is nothing to boast about. I think Vivek also made me to realize that I used to be so confident, so boastful about, okay, now I'm in this job, I'm getting the, I was really proud of the uh, earning part also. Because since Microsoft is my first like big full-time job, I was proud of that also. And Vivek made me realize that, okay, come a step down, You're, you're in a pedestal so always yeah uh, uh, Yeah, he makes me realize that and also just be aware that um, there is still so much to learn uh, everything is uh, again falling in that learning bucket being aware that there is still so much to do we are just a one person into it
1: so during your early days so so do, can you recollect any uh, instances that has been super influential uh, in your life as a person very early days or while you're growing up uh, in Tirupati or uh, Chennai mm-hmm. or Delhi you spoke about okay. it a little bit but yeah
0: yeah Um early days definitely with my father and mother there are several instances that I learned what I'm doing right now from okay let me give you this example so when I came when I first came to U.S. uh, like I did my masters at UCI I I came to Irvine my roommate there Swarupa she's from the computer science background so till then it was I had very good support system right so uh, my parents were okay they got me here I didn't have to put so much effort in as much as she put in to be where she was there so the small thing she would tell me like how uh, what are the things that she has been through uh, how much like, uh, that's more. i can't tell you like what and all that has happened obviously that those are her personal things uh, the, they had a great influence on me even if someone comes to me and now tell that okay you had so many resources Hindu, to come here like uh, you, uh, your father was continuously supporting you your family was very supportive of you But then again, there is my friend. She's in the same position as me. She had to go through much through. But ultimately, we are at the same place, right? So you don't need such a big, I don't say you don't need, but irrespective of whether you have a support system or not. She picked herself up. She has gone through a lot. Uh, that listening to that even whenever I have some tough times or like whenever I feel like okay I can't get through this I keep remembering whatever she has told and also I keep having conversations with her I look up to her kind of
2: yeah okay.
1: so mm-hmm. what what was uh, I think uh, uh, we're gonna talk about uh, what was your college life like uh, in UCI and uh, going to a new different country mm-hmm. uh, how was it uh, how was the Life and journey over there.
0: Um, it's it. It was really great. I wish I can do that all over again. Uh, but you see, uh, coming to a new country where you didn't know anyone and then setting up everything from the scratch, making new friends. We need to experience that. Well, definitely everyone should experience that. Going to a new place, making a life for yourself from scratch, making new friends. Uh, how you would? Uh, it will make you tougher. I'll tell you on this instance, the leap. So. Recently, I moved to a not recently like this happened last year. We moved. We moved to a new house, uh, and then things were good. We were enjoying the house, and then I went to India to get married. And when I came back, I came back alone. The house was flooded, so when I came back, it was. Water everywhere. I could not do anything. Like uh, Vivek was not there with me. And I had only a couple of friends with me. So you know how it feels, right? To come back to a new country and not having a place to live. Uh, and everything, <laughs> whatever you want in your life, it could be anything. So it can be your sofa, bag, tea. Everything is just flooded. That uh, uh, That really hit me hard. I didn't know what to do then. But within one week, I was able to find a new place and i was able to set up an entirely new house i did it all alone of course i did ask for friends or someone to help me but ultimately i did it all alone and i was proud of it that's what going into a new place will teach you whatever the situation can be your house can be flooded or next time some other natural calamity will be there but you will pick yourself up right.
1: Yeah. So yeah. Uh, what what are your uh, other uh, key interest areas uh, apart from the work you do? Mm-hmm. So some key interest areas that you would like to explore going forward?
0: Um, you New know, uh, The leader aspect of it, like one day I would love to see myself as a manager or a director managing a big company. Uh, yeah, okay. that is one thing that I'm exploring now. So but I, as I told you, the Dale Carnegie course, I think that's the for second step i have taken first step being the toastmasters which i love that too uh, um, yeah so i'm exploring that angle in me how can i n- now i have been implementing whatever that was given to me like the first stages in the software engineering was like just implementing stuff you will design a small components just implementing but now the next stage would be designing everything yourself and being responsible for it like being the primary contact for that so i'm trying to push myself to be there and hopefully trying to be there in a couple of years
1: Brilliant! so mm-hmm. toastmasters uh, is some uh, interesting platform
2: yeah I love uh,
1: for anyone to explore public speaking mm-hmm. so how was your journey so far with toastmasters uh,
0: so the toastmasters journey is also one, it happened in the same Microsoft building. So the second week I have joined, I was just exploring the building in which I'm sitting. So there was this little board outside a room seeing Toastmasters meeting going on. And star, free food. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, fine, there's free food. Let's go inside. I was just sitting there. I didn't do anything in my first Toastmasters meeting. I was just sitting there. And then I instantly got hooked to it. I enrolled myself as a member. You know what's my favorite role is? Like being the table topics master. Like coming up with the <laughs> questions. And also thinking on your feet. When, they, when you get the table topics, you need to form a story in two minutes, right? Uh, that interesting story, yeah. putting it in a way that others will keep listening to you i love that aspect and also leading a meeting so if you are the like the person who is leading the meeting that is really helpful when you are actually leading a meeting and they always i feel like toastmasters will definitely prepare you for this scenario where you, if you're stuck in an elevator with your ceo instead of just looking at your phone you can actually have a conversation with him toastmasters will be helpful
2: for that
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the best way uh to put toastmasters yeah. into so i know you love uh, dogs mm-hmm. uh, so i just want to probably know a little bit about the dogs you have and mm-hmm. uh, how have they been a great influence or impact in your life
0: uh dogs Oh, it's okay. oh, yeah, that's a sweet question, uh, um I got my first dog when I was in my engineering. It was uh, 11, 12, 13, like uh, December 11th, 2013. We thought it was a special day, so let's go get a dog. Uh, it's really good to take care of another person. I, I mean, it can be like another dog, like another human. Okay, fine. I'm just blabbering. Anyway, so uh, that aspect was good—taking care of dog and then like making it, eat, feeding the dog, or else. Like <laughs> to be honest, now I feel so away from him because I have been away from home for the past six years, and I have spent very little time there. And he hardly recognizing, recognizes me anymore. But that initial part <laughs> was really good. I always cherish <laughs> those moments. I still have those videos—me, him running behind me. Uh, yeah, that was fun.
1: Mm -hmm. so uh, like just to uh, know a little bit more about your thoughts Mm -hmm. Uh, so I just want to ask one question so how important is money to you and uh, how do you see uh, money being an important thing in your life
2: so Mm
0: -hmm. I see money as like something that gives you security Uh, right now take it like in this, uh, take it like this way of thinking. If something has to happen, like this something can be any natural calamity or like someone has fallen ill or something else, I would say since, okay, those savings or whatever the investments that you think of, they'll give you that kind of security. Okay, fine, don't worry. Even if you get laid off from your job, you have something that will keep you alive. And I'm really big on this part that, making uh, your own way and not depending on parents or anyone much just come out of your house even if you start earning little bits that's enough just come out and have your own savings and investments. i i love doing this investments and i keep fighting with my husband and father about it like let's invest there let's even if it is like five hundred dollars hundred dollars or even like hundred rupees i want to invest that that's a, a kind okay. of security that you have right um, yeah that does play a big role even compensation to be honest yes i when i joined microsoft or even right now even if i want to move companies that's one of the key things that i will look into i want to get the highest salary that is possible uh i won't say it does not matter it does matter that to uh like in this circumstances like you need to have you need to put energy into it it's not something like okay let's do after 30 let's do investments after 30 no you need to have enough savings think about investments think about long-term plans uh,
1: through this podcast video. Mm-hmm. and maybe uh towards conclusion remarks if you have anything that you want to share that i didn't cover uh in this interview you can definitely uh Tell our listeners about
0: uh-huh. sure. Uh, so maybe one thing that we didn't cover is having fun part. So whatever we do, <laughs> having fun is really important. Uh, so that's what James Clear also says, like the author of The Atomic Habits. Uh, if given, an, if there is a big opportunity, if someone gets the opportunity, it does not mean that he is better, he or she is better oh, than then. anyone. It's just that they complain less and they have fun doing it so that's why they got the opportunity so okay. have more fun and whatever you do even this podcast has been really fun dilip so i'm able to tell you everything and also i'm able to keep being honest because i'm loving doing that i'm having fun now and i would have fun like i definitely have fun listening to it after like one day or two so having fun is really important
1: that's that's a very uh uh insightful thought yeah uh because you really need to enjoy whatever you exactly. do exactly only then mm-hmm,
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: thanks a lot uh, sindhu for joining me and uh, giving your precious time and uh, probably if you mm-hmm. i want one small suggestion from you
2: mm-hmm.
1: so do you have any uh, people in mind that you would want to see uh coming in this podcast this podcast is impact creators people who create create impact uh, in their own life uh-huh. and others' life as well. So do you have any suggestions?
2: Um,
0: definitely. As I told you, Swarupa. Uh, Swarupa, I would definitely love to hear what Swarupa will... Uh, you remember my friend Swarupa Kadam? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, are there all these questions, if you ac- I would love to hear her answers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I do have some people in my mind. Uh, maybe we can go over that later. Yeah.
1: Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thanks Thank a lot, you. uh Sindhu, for joining sure. and have a good sure.
0: day. Bye bye. Thanks for this. This is your nice. Bye bye.